You're listening to Minor Talk On Demand exclusively on 600 ESPN El Paso. Stay up to date with Minor Talk by downloading the free 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. UTEP fans, it's time to get ready for Minor Talk with Adrian Brodus and Sal Montez. Minor Talk is presented by the Ostradieta Agency. Seven locations across El Paso, celebrating 24 years of serving the Sun City and Legacy Wellness Center CBD. Call into the show at 880-5763 or tweet the show at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Now, let's go live to the Lubingo Studios with your host, Adrian Brodes. All right, Minor Talk is live. Adrian brought us along with Sal Montes. What's going on, Sal? Oh, man, it feels like 20 years, but uh, nonetheless, it feels great, Adrian. A funny game today, and I'm ready to unpack all of it with you. Sal, what a game. I mean, what a game for us to unpack. I mean, what a roller coaster of a matchup it was. McNeese winning for pretty, or leading for pretty much all of this game. And then the end, UTEP completely flips the script. And, um, you know, I, I guess we have to start. Where, where do we start? We could say Man. the score first. Mm-hmm. UTEP beating McNeese 82-72. I think the score is very misleading in this game. Uh, I think we need to start with the adversity. Let's start with the adversity that this team has faced all year long and I think in years past we have talked about adversity and almost says excuses like okay they have these things going on that's why they lost and they have a lot of things going on in their locker room uh, to no fault of their own and that is putting them in a problem right now where they're facing adversity in a way that they haven't experienced uh, under Joe Golding ever like he's never experienced uh, adversity uh, you know as coaching a team and he mentioned that in the post game show but here here we go since the start of the year Sule Boom injured his hand he didn't start the season off with the minors Christian Agnew and then Sule Boom got were out a couple weeks later after they beat Pacific Pacific out because of COVID-19 protocols. Then Jamal Bienemy goes out in the Kansas game due to a concussion on his end. Now they're saying Titus Verhoeven is out because of a concussion on his side. Uh, they've been without many players because of one reason or another. I mean, Giles Dekanik today, uh, they said that he was out with a cough, and that's all that Joe Golding would say in the postgame show. Um, also in this one, want to mention that Jamari Sibley uh, played in the game against New Mexico. Mexico. And in that game, he was actually uh, playing with the flu. It was crazy. And and um, I, I guess uh, he had been experiencing the flu, been dealing with some sickness, all non-COVID-19 related, but he had been uh, dealing with some kind of illness as well on his side. You look at guys like Sule Boom, Zarek Onyema, Joe Golding revealed today in his post-game show that he, they are they are also dealing with uh, you know some kind of non-COVID-19 sickness. So again, you UTEP, bottom line, has faced all this kind of adversity since the start of the year. And Joe Golding, this squad, has rallied around uh, themselves. They've kind of willed themselves to victory. I thought they were going to lose this game against McNeese, but they rally back. Uh, and Joe Golding was exactly right when he joined the postgame show. At the 12.08 mark, they were losing 51-45. They throw in Zarek Onyema. If you have to write the, the story of this one, I think Zarek Onyema has to lead off the story because he helps UTEP get on 
on a 6-0 run. They they are trailing 53-51. Sule Boom gives them the go-ahead three-pointer, and then uh, UTEP starts playing with the lead. But then, you know, McNeese starts chipping at them left and right. Uh, Onyema comes back in at the five-minute mark, injects more energy, more life into the, the uh, paint for the Miners. They, he has this monster dunk, and they go up 66-64. And UTEP's just going to the free throw line, going to the charity stripe. It's Sule Boom making free throws to help UTEP distance themselves in the end against McNeese. Uh, but they needed that spark plug. They were getting killed inside. They couldn't do it with Bonky Maring down low. They couldn't get uh, you know the best performance out of Kevin Kalu, who's still so raw. He's, he's still growing up in this whole system. And uh, guys like Alfred Hollins, Jamari Sibley, they just didn't warrant minutes tonight. It was a very tough game for the Miners to really find their footing, uh, but once they did, they they didn't really look back. I mean, adversity has punched this team in the face, and I've been very impressed with how they've responded to it. Also, uh, Joe Golding mentioned it in his post game, and I couldn't agree with him more. UTEP definitely lost that game against UC Riverside two weeks ago. Today, they come into this one also shorthanded, like they went into that UC Riverside game, but they pull out a win, and uh, that's credit to this group. Yeah, and uh, another thing that he mentioned in the postgame show that I think really helped give this team that edge uh, to, one, get back in the game, uh, two, get the lead, and then three, close it out, and that is mental toughness. You know, when things aren't going your way, are you going to stick with the plan knowing that you could get there if you just chip away piece by piece? And that's really what this team was able to do. Now, on the flip side, when we look at McNeese State, wow, this is a team who has a pretty good resume so far. I mean, the record is not all that pretty, but you've played SMU, you've played TCU, you've played LSU. Also, uh, going over to the games in December, you played Seattle. You played Wyoming, who's undefeated at that point. Matter of fact, I just want to pull this up in case they are undefeated still. I want to give them their respect. Let's see here. And uh, no, they're nine and one, but still, the point still stands. They've they've been battle tested pretty much all year. So, no offense, minor fans, but they weren't afraid to be down by three, four, six points against the Miners with some minutes left. This is a team who's played against some really good teams, but nonetheless, though, both of these teams chipping all the way until the end of the Miners able to just hang on long enough and uh, outlast McNeese State literally to get this win. Yeah. 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 No, you're exactly right. And uh, Sal, McNeese State pretty much led uh, the majority of this one, especially in the first half. They led in a big way. And uh, for the Miners to come back in this one, I, I give them a lot of credit. I think that, look, McNeese led today for 27 minutes. The Miners only led for the last 10 minutes and 45 seconds. The game was tied for a minute 40 like even though UTEP took the lead late in the second half McNeese kept chipping left and right and that was a big deal uh, you know with UTEP holding on to that lead late in the game I thought McNeese did everything right in order to win this one they shot lights out in the first half uh, they pressured UTEP heavily in this in the first half and second half on defense created a lot of turnovers uh, 12 turnovers although you mentioned that's still below uh, McNeese's mm-hmm. season average where they you know they average a lot more on the like defense. Seven. Yeah, yeah, that's impressive. I mean, hey, credit to the Cowboys. They look pretty. They look like they really wanted that game tonight. And the Miners, uh, you know, this was just one that they pulled out, uh, and and it wasn't pretty whatsoever. But the Miners got it done at home, eighty-two seventy-two win against McNeese. This team has been hit by adversity in every rich way 
every which way this season. Let's talk about it. 880-5763. That's our telephone number if you'd like to weigh in here on Minor Talk. We're presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency. You can stop by our offices at 4180 North Mesa ahead of the New Mexico Bowl on Sun uh, Saturday, and you can actually pick up a seat cushion here thanks to the Oscar Arieta Agency. We'll get to our hot hand of the game later on, presented by Wind Supply El Paso, along with our Player of the Game Award, brought to you by Keats Southwest. Uh, we will open up the phone Phone lines and open up Twitter as well. 880-5763. That's our telephone number. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. We've got two lines available. If you would like to talk about UTEP basketball, now is the time to do it. Let's go to Roman, who's joining us first on the phone lines. Roman, what's going on? Hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, a long-time UTEP fan, and I was able to stream the game on uh, Conference USA TV, whatever. Okay. Uh, for nominal fee. Uh, I mean, you know, it's just it's heartbreaking. I mean, I know that we won the game. Let's do the sandwich effect. Uh, I think that they they came back in the second half and they battled. Um, and I think that's why they came. They were able to come back as their defense. Um, but you know, the opportunity is there for um, for them to get. I mean, Golding needs to get somebody that can be standing seven foot in the middle to uh, be able to uh, play that inside game. Uh, to get those points because, you know, what we got right now that's going, that's playing on the outside only is not going to work. Like, you can't depend on an outside game uh, shooting three-pointers um, every single game. It's not going to work. It's just, you know, it doesn't happen. Uh, we need that inside game. We don't have it. Uh, we're not going to get very far if we don't have it. But I think that it was a good win. Um, they, they battled back and, you know, I liked watching the game in the second half In the first half I was cringing, but, uh, I think that we need to look at getting some recruits to be able to come to, to te- UTEP to be able to, you know, fill in that inside space and, you know, get some points in the, in the inside for us, just like, uh, Williams did last year, but, uh, good win. I mean, we'll take it. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens the rest of the year, and thanks for having me, guys. Hey, appreciate it, Roman. Thanks for giving us a call. Great takes. I actually I agree on hit with him on a lot of different points that he made, and it's something. It's things that we've said this whole season, Sal, of of uh, UTEP men's basketball. They're a man short down low. Tonight they were two guys short down low because they didn't have Titus Verhoeven, who he was coming off his best game against uh, New Mexico, and he had a, a really – it wasn't in the stat sheet, definitely didn't show there, but it was a great game for Titus despite dealing with back injuries and now he's dealing with a concussion per Joe Golding after the game he said that so you know you you kind of watch you you look at that uh, interior game for UTEP it just hasn't gotten to where it's it's trustworthy it's sustainable it hasn't gotten to that point I like Kevin Kalu a lot but man he made a lot of mistakes now he made some good plays I'm not gonna lie but man he made some mistakes and I I felt like if it wasn't for Zarek Onyema coming in off the bench UTEP wouldn't have had anything. I mean, they, they, that gave Zarek coming in off the bench, Z putting up just five minutes off the bench and giving UTEP all he had in those minutes. It just gave more confidence down low and confidence to the whole team to just uh, continue on. But I don't know. If, if they didn't have mm-hmm. him tonight, I don't know if they win. Well, I mean, I, I think the thing that uh, Onyama provided tonight was much more than, than you know, stepping in and, and an energy boost being on the floor. How about energizing the crowd, the crowd yeah. that was there, right? No, seriously. <laughs> No, I mean, I mean the that, crowd went crazy when he when he dunked that. From that dunk, I mean, the crowd went crazy. The 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 players, 
everybody who was pro UTEP basically went crazy, and that basically shifted the uh, the momentum in the favor of the Miners. Yes, of course, UTEP battling at that point, so is McNeese State, but somebody's got to deliver a haymaker at some point, and that one, I don't know if it was the haymaker, if not, it was a part of the combo that led up to it, though. No, you're exactly right. And and I, they just needed that. They needed some sort of life. That's yeah. the only problem is they, they needed anything. They were grasping. They were desperate for any kind of help yeah. they could get because it felt like at one point, even in the second half, it felt like UTEP would cut it close. They even tied it at one point in the second half. And then McNeese would go on a 5-0 run, and they would distance themselves on their side. So um, I get it. If, if you want to come at me and say uh, that Sule Boom had a really bad performance that you know he he was uh really bad tonight by the way hundred a thousandth career point uh for utep in a utep uniform for buckets for sale sule boom uh if you want to say that he didn't have a good game by all means I, he had an, he had an uh, a really bad start but he ended up coming back if you want to grill some of these players you know go ahead that, that's all you i'm not going to do that today i i've just i've known i've been around this program all year long and i've seen the adversity that they faced all season and uh it's really not a lot of their fault i mean i think they're they're getting the most out of what they have right now and uh that's you know it's commendable it's 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 what it is uh it is very commendable to just see this team do with what they can um despite all the adversity that they've faced all all year long and i'm not sure how long titus verhoeven's going to be out hopefully by next week jamal Bienemy is back yeah. and, and you get um him added to that backcourt i think with jamal Bienemy back it allows Keontae kennedy to continue this this streak that he's on i mean gosh keontae has been killing it These lately last two games yep. yeah and, and he's filled in that point guard role real nicely I think with Jamal Bienemy back, you kind of just level out at all your backcourt. You get your backcourt at full strength, and then down low, it's just going to be you know forward by committee. Do you you call it that? Go small like they did a lot tonight. You know what? Maybe so, and that's exactly what I was thinking because a lot of um, a lot of people have been harping on the miners' inability to play big. I, I guess pretty much all season. Well, if, if you're expecting that to happen, it's going to be a very, very disappointing season for you. But what if I told you? No, no, seriousness. This team is starting to find other ways to win. Okay, if we can't excel in this portion, how about we try to excel in this other portion? And that's what the Miners are doing. They're switching things up. And I'll propose this idea to you, Adrian. When JB comes back... Matter of fact, before the JB went out situation, right, we were thinking, who is it that can be the next Miners uh, point guard, so to speak, or or yeah, the no, quarterback? Exactly, I got you. I you got know what you. I mean? The quarterback for, for this Miners team on basketball, and I think we found it. So what if I tell you JB goes to the bench to get some breathers and it's Keontae on the floor, and they kind of just do this uh, staggering kind of motion. Of course, they're going to start together, but whenever it's a – uh, JB who needs to be out Keontae could be on the floor running it and then of course Keontae needs to take a break then it's back to the original point guard slash quarterback being uh, JB I think you need to do that because you need to have a reliable backup point guard either way like if mm-hmm. it's Keontae or if it's JB you just need a backup point guard to kind of lead you in certain stretches when your current guard isn't doing it for you and I think you hit it right there like you, you, they could stagger minutes the one thing is I, I think the book is out on Keontae if you press 
press him. If you kind of get him into a corner and press him, he he starts to you know create turnovers on his end. That's that's not the uh, Keontae Kennedy that you want. He he had two turnovers today, which doesn't sound like a lot, but uh, yeah, he uh, actually had three turnovers three, yeah. today. Yeah, in in playing almost all the game in 38 minutes of action. But hey, I mean, for somebody who doesn't play that role traditionally, I still think he did a great job. I mean, Keontae Kennedy, fantastic effort again. I mean, guys like uh, and, and we'll go to Twitter real quick, but Adrian at Enemy Win Three says Jarrell Satterfield has earned a starting spot on this, this team. Hashtag minor talk. Why wouldn't he? I mean, he's 13 points, five of 10 shooting, kills it offensively in 21 minutes of action off the bench. Jarrell Satterfield lifted UTEP up in a big way. We talked all about Zarek Onyema, but man, Satterfield, the Las Cruces neighbor native, really balled out today. Yeah, so many guys uh, doing a lot of good things tonight. You look all over the uh, the stat sheet. Emmanuel White able to chip in with uh, two shots of his own and also one of them at a big point in time. Although, um, who else am I looking at? Zarek Onyema, just under five minutes of uh, playtime, but he provided that big, big energy boost. I mean, we could go up and down. I mean, guys certainly had more stats than the others, but everybody played their role to a T, and it was definitely um, – everybody else fed off of whatever it was that was done even if it was setting a screen or or playing a passing lane tough and, and denying uh McNeese state the pass to that option having to change around their tire offense so I, I liked it 880-5763 that's our telephone number as we continue here on minor talk we've got two lines available if you would like to call and talk utep basketball now is the time to do it let's go to the mayor eddie morelos the host of the sports and more podcast joining us next here on the phone lines eddie what's happened to my man oh adrian i gotta say the miners okay so i got to uh take in the late the women basketball team yesterday of the miners over in Las Cruces. Tell me about it, man. That was so intense. And, you know, they just could not stop Katya there in the second half of the game. And you could tell, like, it's like the New Mexico State Aggies just ran out of gas and couldn't finish off the minors. And then that gave them a chance to utilize their stud player of Katya to get to the line. And I think she broke a record, uh, her personal record, I should say. Yeah, 26 uh, career career points. That's right. And I was, was, you know, taking that in, I was like, man, they're they're just dominating. And they did in the second half, I believe, they dominated uh, to just win that game yesterday. And then today, another intense game. I'm trying to relax with these games. (laughs) It's so intense, man. And uh, today, what I saw from the minors, you know, I told my caller, I said, hey, Terry, the Miners are sticking around. And Terry says, you know, they, there's just a, a key shot here and there that they need, they need to make. And I think you guys talked about it. One of them was the momentum-changing dunk. And, you know, that really, to me, turned things around. Uh, the McNeese team, you got to give them credit, man. They look good. They look good, and they just couldn't uh, – they couldn't do to me. They kind of did like the New Mexico State Aggies. They kind of ran out of gas and didn't do enough to, to win the game, you know. And uh, the Miners, credit to them, they stuck around. 
and they did wonderful things there to win the game, and it, it was fun. It was fun tonight, Adrian. Yeah, it it was. I mean, but gosh, it was a roller coaster of emotions, Eddie. You just you had it one way, <laughs> you you had it the other way. It was it was nerve wracking till pretty much the three minute mark when UTEP started to distance themselves finally after uh, really an abysmal first half. I mean, McNeese goes into the half uh, leading thirty eight thirty four, Eddie, and um, and UTEP has to rally back not in the first couple minutes in the second half. Half, but it takes all the way up until probably what the 11 minute 1208 mark when they start to chip at McNeese and start coming back and then finally tying it with a Sule boom three-pointer I mean it was tough for UTEP to win this game yeah. it was tough and here's uh, let me say this to you uh, people listening right now tell your friends I know the ones listening are the ones that probably attended the game so tell your friends to come out uh, to the Don Haskins Center on Tuesday and Wednesday, so the, as, as the Miners will be defending their championship of the West Star Don Haskins Sun Bowl Invitational, they're just they're the defending champions of that tournament, Adrian. So I invite all you uh, Miner fans at the oldest holiday basketball tournament in the country, come and join us. Adrian and I down at the Don Haskins Center, watch the Miners, cheer the Miners on, and help them uh, win another championship. Excellent stuff, Eddie. I promise I won't ask you any Sunbolt questions from 1996. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we'll see you. We'll see you next week. At the, oh, man, it's Eddie Morellos, <laughs> the host of the Sports and More podcast, uh, as we continue here on Minor Talk. The Don Haskins Sunbolt Invitational, that's exactly right. NC Central is UTEP's first foe. Uh, NC Central this year is 5-7 and seven on the season. They've lost to Richmond, Memphis, Iowa, Alabama State. Warren Wilson is the team that they beat first on November 23rd. Uh, they have have wins against teams like USC Upstate, UNC Asheville. This, uh, they've lost to the Citadel. They, they beat Carver, and they beat Gardner-Webb. So uh, NC Central will come to town on Tuesday, December 21st, to kick off the Don Haskins Sun Bowl Invitational next week. And just like Eddie mentioned, yeah, that will be an opportunity for the Miners to defend that crown. Then on Wednesday, they will take on either Bradley or Sam Houston State, depending on who wins between those two teams on Tuesday. So let's see what the Miners could do in that tournament uh, next week. But uh, yeah, I agree on a lot of things that Eddie said, especially momentum. I mean, momentum really swung a lot of things in this game, and I I think that's a big takeaway right there. Michael G. At Minor Front Row tweets us, I will never understand why Zarek Onyema does not get more minutes. It's hard to say why Z doesn't get more minutes, Sal. In fact, it took a desperation move from Joe Golding to actually throw him into the game, and he really had a lot of production once he got that time. And we haven't mm-hmm. seen a lot of him at all this year, at all. I yeah. mean, at all. Like, they'll play Bonky Maring and Kevin Kalu, uh, the majority of those center minutes. They will not play Zarek Onyema much. Yeah, and I think at this point, being uh, kind of back to the point I was making earlier about this team uh, not going to be shining a lot when it comes to playing big, uh, when it comes to the bigs, you're going to need all the energy and, and momentum boosts that you could get. And Zarek Onyema, although he hasn't played many minutes this year, definitely deserving of some more minutes after providing a much-needed spark for the Miners. Even if it's not a starting role, starting role let's be real, uh, the Miners are going to need a lot of depth because, man, these bigs and the foul trouble, man, it's starting to, to play a little bit of an impact on the Miners. So the more they have to come in, I guess, at their disposal, so to speak, that by committee, 
um, you know, the better. So if it's a Re- if it's a Rika and Yama tonight, who's not to say it can't be Bonky Marion in in another game? I think it'll, it'll come in like a rotation kind of thing. I think so too, Sal. I'm I'm totally with you. Hey, we've got a lot of tweets to get to here on the show. We got some callers as well at eight eight zero five seven six three. But we're gonna take our first timeout of the program. When we get back, more phone calls, more tweets. Minor talk continues. We're presented by the Oscar Arietta Agency right here on six hundred ESPN. Paso. Hi, I'm Matt Keats, president of Keats Southwest. Since 1994, we have manufactured hundreds of metal components that people use in their everyday lives. Every home and business have circuit breakers. At Keats Southwest, we produce 15 to 20 million that fit into a circuit breaker, which help keep the lights on and give you peace of mind. In addition, we deliver the best precision metal components for businesses throughout the world, all made here in El Paso. Learn more about Keats Southwest at KeatsSW.com. The Oscar Arieta Agency wishes the UTEP Miners success in their bowl game. Here's Oscar Arieta. We are so proud of the UTEP football team and their great accomplishments this season. If you are making the trip to the New Mexico Bowl, make sure you have all the necessities for your road trip. Check your tires before traveling, bring plenty of water and snacks, and don't forget about the Miners shirt for the big game. Pick up a free seat cushion at any of the seven locations of the Oscar Arieta Agency. We are the official insurance agent of the Miners. Go Miners! Wind Supply El Paso is proud to team up with Champion Heating and Cooling to deliver the most unrivaled reliability, energy efficiency, and superior comfort you can count on. Wind Supply El Paso is the official distributor of Champion Heating and Cooling equipment for your home or business. If you own a home building or HVAC company, you need a reliable AC and furnace supply store. For more information on Champion equipment and an authorized dealer, contact us at 915-859-3817 and online at windsupplyelpaso.com. Happy Holidays from the Oscar Arietta Agency. Here's Oscar Arietta. The holidays are here, and many of us are already making plans to safely enjoy this time of the year with our loved ones. As we start our holiday celebrations, let us not forget how blessed we are to have health, food on our tables, and most importantly, we will not let this pandemic define us. I am thankful for my community and wish nothing but blessings for you and your loved ones. From me, my family, and the Oscar Arrieta Agency, happy holidays, and may God bless you. Howdy, Lauren Hodges of Longhorn Distributing, proud supporters of UTEP basketball and Coach Joe Golding. Coach Golding has made some changes, and so has Longhorn Distributing. We've added ceramic coatings to our store. We've expanded our service department to give faster and more efficient service on pressure washers and cleaning equipment. Longhorn Distributing is the only distributor for hot sea pressure washers in West Texas and Southern New Mexico. We're located at 5516 East so call us for a demonstration at 772-9092. This is Steve Kaplowitz and 600 ESPN El Paso has a great way for you to enjoy sports talk on demand. Download our show by subscribing to the free 600 ESPN El Paso podcasts on your Apple or Google Play device. After that, you can enjoy the best of sports talk each day delivered commercial free to your phone or tablet. That's right. All the best calls, interviews, and insight with the touch of a button so you never miss a moment. 600 ESPN El Paso podcasts. From hometown, download the 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app now. Get all the latest in UTEP sports, UTEP athletic interviews, ESPN programming, and more. Touchdown! It's free thanks to United Bank.
right, Minor Talk is back. Adrian brought us along with Sal Montes. As we continue here, we're presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency. Is this a Salmo beat? Oh, no, I wish. This is uh, Tory Lane's Most High. Okay, got you. Fire song. If you, if you all want to hear it, check it out. All right, we got a lot of tweets to get to. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. 8805763. That's our telephone number as we continue here on Minor Talk. We're presented by the Oscar ID at the agency. Seven locations across El Paso from the west side to Fabens. Come over to 4180 North Mesa or those seven locations. Pick up a free seat cushion ahead of the next UTEP basketball game, football game, whatever it may be, and uh, pick it up. It's free at any of those locations. You can find your nearest location to you, OscarAddyAtTheAgency.com, or you can stop by our radio station. We'll give you one of these at 4180 North Mesa here on the west side. A lot of tweets to get to. Let's keep it going. Jonathan Byers tweets us, wasn't pretty, but Cap called it. Satterfield is a good shooter, and he proved it tonight. Other than that, I'm not happy with this win. I'm still confident in the team, though, but we still need to fine-tune our offense and defense quick. Leo underscore minor fan tweets us, my favorite part of the whole game was uh, Zirik Onyema. He looked quicker on his feet than I've seen him since he's been here. He's working. His body language also looked better. Any thoughts on those two tweets there, Sal? Oh man, I'm sorry. I was watching this uh, this funny video, the the one you just sent me. I think I got my swagger back. <laughs> but no, uh, no, in all seriousness, I think that's Keontae Kennedy right now. I think he got his swagger going. Yeah, on fire these last couple of games. And uh, I'm sorry, could you repeat that last point? Well, no, I was just saying. Okay, so this is what. All right, I'm just going to read another one for yeah. you. I, I'm going to read you this one by uh, by Leo underscore minor fan. Mm-hmm. He just said that his body language, Zariko Nyema. He said that it looked better in this game. He's uh, really happy with what he's seen since he's been here and. And he said, keep grinding at Zarek Onyema. Yeah, definitely. I, I think along with that is um, the belief in the system that they have going on. It's it's really a, not to harp on the effort, you know what I mean, or, or to shed light on the effort, but it's really that kind of system. You know, if you give it your all, especially on defense, you're going to give your, uh, your team a chance to win and you're, you're going to give yourself an opportunity for some more minutes. And that's exactly what happened tonight. We said it earlier. Uh, we'll say it again. Even though Zarek and Yama hasn't played much this season, uh, what he displayed tonight definitely uh, warrants some more minutes in the future because as ugly as it is from beyond the arc, as ugly as it is from anywhere pretty much on the floor uh, for field goals, if they're playing defense, they're going to give themselves a chance to hang around and snatch it at the end, and that's what yeah. happened. I'm with you on that. Hey, that defense of theirs, it can clamp down, and it could really be strong in big way. So I'm, with, I'm totally with you on that, Sal. Hey, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Minor Talk, brought to you by the Oscar Addy at the Agency, only on 600 ESPN El Paso. Streaming worldwide through the 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. 600 ESPN El Paso, a Town Square media station. Our telephone number is 8805763. You could tweet us at 600 ESPN El Paso. A lot of tweets to get to. Let's go with King Eric, who's next. This game is the definition of a tale of two halves. The defense regressed a little for a bit from New Mexico. Once JB and Titus come back, they'll be much better. I'm still looking for that other score to help Sule come conference play. Uh, Chris at Chris Banks tweets us, 
Onyema is going to have to start playing more minutes eventually. I know he's on the bottom of the depth chart, but his size and energy are going to be needed this year. I think there were some points in this game where Onyema's size just helped him. Like he would get rebounds just because of his his size, yeah. uh, you know, bottom line. So that was what I, I really liked from him. Dave's truck stop tweets us. <laughs> I love that Twitter Let's name. Go. How did how did I not think of that Twitter name? Uh, well done, minor men's basketball, and a very great win tonight versus McNeese. Very much enjoy hearing Teich and Yellen call the game. Thanks for all you do. Hey, I'm with him. I'm with him. That was a very intense game. Loved hearing uh, Steve and Teich call this one. Eric Fournier. Hey, welcome back after a while. Uh, it's been a while. You know, some of our listeners go yeah. on vacation. They take time away from UTEP sports. Uh, we're not those people. We're, we're like married to the game. Um, <laughs> Bonky's minutes need to go to Onyema. Tough fought game, and we need to give credit to McNeese State because they came to play. I'm with you, Eric. Uh, you, you're right all around. First off, you're right about Bonky's minutes. I just you're not getting much out of Bonky. I liked his production in against New Mexico, and then he regressed. Uh, you know, and fell back to earth today. So I think I'm I'm with you on that one. And then as far as McNeese State, I'm with you there too. I mean, look, they shot 52 percent from the floor in the first half. In the second half. 48%. They were a really well-shooting team in this whole game. Yeah. I mean, uh, from beyond the arc, they shot 35% in this game, but that includes a 42% performance in the first half when they hit five three-pointers, which were huge for them. They couldn't do anything from the free-throw line. That's a point where they really struggled. Nine of 17 yeah. stripe. But yeah, give credit to McNeese. They beat UTEP on the boards, 34-29. They had, uh, they had 17. Actually, they forced 12 turnovers, again, like Sal said earlier. It's uh, lower than uh, their season average, but you look at you know just even other stats, uh, just how they disrupted UTEP and having those twelve turnovers. That's not good for UTEP on their home floor. Plus, you look at their largest lead. I mean, they led by twelve points mm-hmm. against the Miners on UTEP's home court. How about that, Sal? Yeah, I mean, just looking at a lot of these uh, these numbers right here, the one that pops out to me the most. Uh, we were talking about the turnovers, but the points off of the turnovers, McNeese, um, although they forced let's see uh 12 minor turnovers only 15 points off of those turnovers for McNeese and for the minors they got five more turnovers in 17 total but they are able to get 28 points off of those turnovers good stats to look at so credit right there to the minors taking advantage of the miscues really from McNeese State and when you look at these uh the Cowboys rather there's only one guy who played less than double digit minutes and that was uh Christian Schumann or Schumade I hope I pronounced it correctly but either way though uh roughly eight minutes he was at seven minutes 54 seconds and a guy who was able to uh get some buck get a bucket as well so this McNeese State, although they played nine guys, this is a team that has dealt with some adversity. Yeah, their they had some people being so, dismissed from their some program. Guys dismissed from the program. So this is a team who's playing with something to prove as well. They're, they're on the road. They've played the likes of LSU. And I also left out Samford on their uh, on the schedule. I want to give Samford their credit. I think they've only have two losses this season. Uh, but nonetheless, though, this is a team who is going to be rolling with this rotation for a majority of the season. And if it's anything like tonight, although they lost, uh, I like what the Cowboys uh, – 
the opportunities that they have down the road uh, come time for their conference play. Uh, yeah, they, they definitely gave UTEP a, a hell of a game. That's the bottom line, too. Our phone number is 8805763. If you've been trying to get in, now's the time to do it. We're talking UTEP hoops right now. This is the perfect time to do so. Robert Ukidi, our friend, he tweets us, I'm just counting down the days until Shea Evans steps on the floor in a oh. minor jersey. Yeah, Shea Evans. I mean, the San Diego State transfer coming to UTEP could be eligible as early as January 4th, uh, although that is, has not been confirmed by the school. Uh, you know, a lot of chatter from Evans's team saying that he will be um, active and moving to El Paso as soon as the end of this year, so uh, he's eager to get to work. Remember, he didn't play for the Aztecs this past year in San Diego State. He uh, played zero minutes for them, which means he can use that one-time transfer rule that the NCAA have, has in place since it's at the end of the semester and since his academics really checked out in a big way, uh, Shea Evans could be a terrific midseason uh, addition. And and then you look conversely, like if you want to play devil's advocate with me and say, well, what would that do to the team chemistry? Or, you know, the, this team has already dealt with a lot of adversity. What would Shea Evans' addition, what would that do, deal, uh, what would that do for this UTEP basketball team? You could even look at somebody like Caden Archie, who was a mid-year transfer. There was uh, mid-year transfers that we've seen in recent years, uh, and that, you know, sometimes messes with things. Or just So if you want to play devil's advocate, that's the one knock against having yeah. him as a mid-year guy. But if not, I mean, having a reliable wing score to come off the bench and help your backcourt out even more, um, UTEP can, might, tra- you know, they might become a small a small team. Like, they might go small with four, gu- four guards out on the floor and then just one forward like they did today in crunch time minutes. You know what? I, I see the uh, the point of adding another scorer on the wing, but I raise you the, hey, this UTEP doesn't know who they're going to have from game to game because of whatever reason. This is another player that you could potentially have on the roster to help counter uh, whatever players you may be missing for the upcoming game. So if, if both uh, happen to, to be the reason and he does come in and provide a lot of or decent amount of scoring for the minors that's going to be great because we've seen this team struggle on offense i think they're still trying to find that identity something that um uh steve yellen had mentioned pre pre-game and then also post-game in the interview with uh, coach golden was about how defense has really been the focal point for this team and and trying to establish that identity and they're going to be moving towards offense as the season goes along. So as crazy as this is to say, not an excuse for the poor offense um, or the inconsistent offense this season, but with this Miners offense, they really haven't put too much effort on it as they have the defense. So once conference play comes around or after the Don Haskins uh, tournament happens, I think that's when a coach is going to start to implement a lot more focus on the offense because the defense is the identity. We all know that, but how much better can this team be offensively? We're about to find out because that's going to be Coach Golding's focus. I'm going to give you the crunch time lineup. It was Kevin Kalou as the sole forward in this game, Jarrell Satterfield, Emmanuel White, Sule Boom, Keontae Kennedy. You mentioned Emmanuel White. He had a nice game too. Yeah. Oh yeah, Emmanuel White uh, coming in and and making a difference as well. Not just filling up space and giving guys a rest. The guy who was able to play some decent defense, but you look at the minutes that he got, and it was twenty minutes. That's a lot for a guy yeah. like Emmanuel White. And if he's playing twenty minutes in a game that is back and forth, that shows that he's earned it. I understand that there are some players missing, but hey, your numbers called. Your team needs you. 
they're relying on you to fulfill a certain duty. And I, I think he did a really, really good job in that. And then also what I really like, too, is no turnovers for Emmanuel White against a defense like McNeese State, who is just uh, their, their turnover central when it comes to their defense. So big, big credit to Emmanuel White. Yeah, and he filled that role nicely. I'm totally with you on that one, Sal. Uh, let's go to Adam on the east side. He's joining us next on Minor Talk. If you'd like to get in and follow Adam, our number is 915-880-5763 as we continue here on Minor talk what's up adam how are you hey guys how are you doing fine adam how about yourself good you know what uh definitely a more complicated game than i think uh fans anticipated but there's nothing wrong with that because we're gonna face that in conference play and uh you know i'm okay with that i'm, I'm okay I'm, I'm glad that they got to face some adversity because it shows them that they're capable of coming off the bench, they're capable of, you know, people, you know, that, that don't think certain players can produce, you know, produce whether it was with points, whether it was with energy. And one thing that I guess I just, I just felt that was different is, um, Coach Golding. I, I don't feel like he has an ego the way that he coaches about him. He looks all the way down the bench, and it doesn't matter if you're at the front or at the end. He put somebody that doesn't get minutes typically in crunch time minutes, some of the most valuable minutes that you can in a game, and it changed the outcome of a game. And so, you know, that's a, that's a coach that, that we want to have. And, you know, uh, you know it's, it's McNeese State, and, you know, some people might not think it's important or, you know, Conference USA is the one big league. He's out to win every single game. And, and – you know, post game, you could just tell how much it meant to him, how much adversity they faced, but they did what they had to do to get the job done. You know, Adam, one of the other things that we haven't even mentioned is you. If you're UTEP, you just come off this victory that it was so emotional against New Mexico for all the right reasons. I mean, you're so excited following that win. Uh, it was after a long finals week. It was after getting killed against Kansas, and you come back and win this big game against New Mexico. Well, in the players' mind, remember these guys are 18, 19, 20 year olds, and they think in their head, "Man, we just beat this really good team in New Mexico. We're going to come home. We're going to." kill McNeese. It's hard to get up for these games. It's hard to get up for a Thursday night game. Yeah. Holidays around the corner. Uh, you know, you know, it's just a lot of things. Friends are going back home uh, right now. So, the, you know, all over social media, they see their friends living their life and they're they're here in El Paso. Yeah, they're having to work. Your mind is not on the game. Plus, you add the adversity on top of all of that. It's hard to get up for this game. They think in, in the back of their heads, they probably thought, wow, we could walk through this game. We could do it pretty easily. And I like the fact that they rallied back in the second half after realizing in the first half, taking a couple jabs to the face that, hey, we can't just walk through and we can't. this isn't just going to be a cakewalk uh, going through McNeese State. And, hey, Joe Golding didn't like his week of practice. He thought that his players mm-hmm. really lacked that urgency. And, and also he mentioned that it was to no fault of their own that, hey, they've had a lot of adversity where they don't have as many players in for practice as they had in the past. So, yeah, that a lot of adversity, Adam, that this team has faced. I think also you have to throw in the mix. Maybe it's hard to get up for a game like McNeese State on a th- on a random Thursday night. You know, um, I, I mean, I, I'm not comparing. Uh, I'm not comparing, and I'm not going to compare because nobody can compare to Coach Haskins. But when you when you win a game that you lose 30 out of the 40 minutes of, that's a Coach Haskins win. Yeah. And when you and and you know when 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 he gets when when he gets on the post game show 
and grumbles how he's not happy on how practice went, but then they still found a way to win. That's how Coach Haskins win. And, and, and I think that, um, but he's doing it in his own way. He's building his own pathway, but I think it's something that the community can connect to. Does that make sense? Makes complete sense, yeah. and I've heard. I mean, I've heard the Haskins stories uh, secondhand on my end, but um, you're hearing it from firsthand uh, people like John Teicher, like Steve Kaplowitz, like Steve Yellen, who've dealt with both uh, coaches. They've dealt with the Bear, and they've seen Joe Golding in his limited time here in the Sun City, and they see a lot of comparisons between the two. So um, I love that. I think that this city really needed somebody like that, and I, I feel like even when he gets into those timeouts, it gets super. Super emotional. I mean, he is just yelling at his players, but it, it's all hard love. It's yeah. it really is that. It reminds me of hard love. It's so much different than I, I've seen in ever. Like I've never seen that kind of, because the players respect that. They know what it is right there, and I, that's what I really appreciate. That so I mean, yeah. I really appreciate the, the fact that he does things like that. Yeah, and and you know, and and, and a lot of players I feel today. Um, they don't like to be called out like that in public. They don't like to be, you know what, but I, I think that these players have a level of trust with him that when he's on them, it's not because he's on them to embarrass them or to do anything like that. It's because he wants better and he knows that there's more in him that he's trying to pull out. But there's just, you know, uh, I just feel Coach Golding is made for El Paso. I just think there's just something there. Adam, great job. Appreciate the phone call, man. Have a great holiday season, hey, man, I'll if we don't talk to you. I'll in Albuquerque. I'm on my way tomorrow. Hey, we'll see you there. Meet <laughs> us at Santa Fe Brewing Company. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, Adam. Take care. 880-5763. That's our telephone number as we continue here on Minor Talk. Uh, this coming in from Leo underscore Minor Fan. He really likes Adam's call. He says, Adam is right. Did not expect it to be as complicated as it was I also didn't expect Titus to be cut out, and I was hopeful that JB would be back. It ended up being fun to watch these guys dig and find a way to win for me, even though it was concerning and frustrating for most. Uh, Yeah, good point there, Leo. I think that's a... I think you bring up great points about Titus and JB, maybe people being a little bit more hopeful for those guys returning. And, uh, yeah, I love that, man. Great stuff. Uh, Great stuff there, Leo. Let's go to Rustin, who's joining us next on the phone lines. you got two lines available. 880-5763 is our telephone number. What's up, Rustin? Great to hear from you. Hey, guys. How's it going? Going fine, Rustin. uh, What about you? It's been two years, and um, I moved away from El Paso, and now I live in the, the Houston area. So um, I thought I'd call today because, um, I, regardless of the fact, um, I, I still listen to all the games and watch all the games and purchase all the stuff. And uh, I guess from the perspective of being outside of El Paso, and I, I just wanted to say that the year in itself in UTEP sports, um, I think a lot of you guys, it's, it's great to hear you all and it's great to hear the fans but uh i got a different perspective now okay give it to me rustin you know utah fan outside of el paso i i am so proud number one uh to be a utah alumnus uh number two um there is more positivity around the university than the people in el paso think uh when when you leave el paso and you move somewhere else you know, I'm I'm living in, around people that you know are A and M alumnus, they're uh, Houston alumnus, they're Texas Southern alumnus, they're Rice alumnus, 
and and just throwing the name UTEP and wearing my clothes out, you know, my my clothes and all the stuff that I've had over all the years, um, you would not believe the positivity that people say. Oh man, you went to UTEP? That's so cool! Uh, wow, that's what, awesome! What, no way! What, what's What's even stranger is, and I hate to say this, but and it's good. Um, I I don't feel as critical of the school anymore um, than when I lived there. But I think that's good for people in El Paso. We, you know, still continue to be critical and, and strive for excellence, right? And, and, and continue to want UTEP to do better. But now moving away from El Paso, I, I, I still consider myself the biggest homer. I, I fully believe that UTEP can do no wrong. <laughs> um, and, and anything they do, even if it's not the way we want it to be, but but I will say this, um, this year in particular, I have learned to love the university more than I guess people would think. Uh, before COVID hit, you know, I was able to go to a Rice uh, UTEP men's basketball game. And, um, Dang, that be, was a tough one. I, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah, and but, but the thing is, just to see people there from uh, that are UTEP alumnus that don't care whether they're one in 50 or whatever the, whatever the record is, it, it, it is such, it's such a welcoming sight. As I remember that being a student at UTEP in 2003, four and five, you know, winning in basketball, winning in football, and it didn't really matter, right? People were going to the game, they're having fun. Um, and uh, so I, I just wanted to say this, um, you know, being in this area and proudly putting up my UTEP stuff around the house, I, I, I will say this from being uh, now uh, at a different perspective. I, I encourage uh, people in El Paso to look beyond uh, records, look beyond, um, you know, uh, winning, losing, and, and, and support. Uh, if, you know, I don't know. For people in El Paso that are not so familiar with it, um, you know, Texas Southern here is not a major Division One school in the Houston area, but uh, people that have gone to that school or are proud uh, supporters of that school fly the flags. They they have the banners. They wear the clothes. And uh, um, so after today's game, you just saw a team that faced adversity, whether it's McNeese State, whether they're playing Eastwood High School. The, the high school I went to in El Paso, I, um, you just saw a bunch of kids, because that's what they are, in my opinion. Um, I'm not a kid anymore. Uh, you just saw a bunch of kids that took it in the face for about 30 minutes and put it back in somebody's face for the last 10 minutes. So regardless of what they did, uh, regardless of, of, you know, people in El Paso that are looking at it, I'm going to tell you from a perspective outside of El Paso, uh, you, you guys got to look away from the negativity, and I know on sportscasters and you guys have to look at it different. But this is a message to the fans: go out there, support those kids. Um, go out there, wear the clothes, purchase the stuff. You know, I remember a long—I don't know how you, how many years ago it was—but Sal uh, making all the stuff when he was a kid and and putting the stuff up and and just loving the school. Um, you know, love the school. 
and and I'm going to say that because today, listening on the radio, because I, I I don't, you know, I don't have the opportunity to watch UTEP on TV all. The no time worries. You, hey, radio's yeah. even better, Russ, and I'm with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, don't worry. I, I, I thought I thought it was I thought it was excellent, and uh, something that was just even better, uh, Adrian, was to hear you say, "Hey guys." Whether they won, lost, you guys could say whatever you want at the beginning of this broadcast to hear you and Sal say, guys, no matter win, loss, this team has gone through so much in so little time with injuries and different things like that. In yeah. COVID, I, I, I think from a different perspective, I'm going to say this. Uh, I myself was very critical living in El Paso, but I bought season tickets all the time and went to the games. It doesn't matter. Uh, but I, I encourage you guys now to step out of it. Not you. I, I'm going to encourage now people in El Paso to, to step away from the criticality and just go because I've been to the University of Houston games who are going to the Big 12 because I, I, I live here now. I've had this opportunity. I've, I've been to Baylor games because I'm so close. There is no other school in in any place that I've been to that has the stuff at the games that UTEP does. Okay, I've I've been here now. If you go hey, there, Rustin, Rustin, I gotta get to I gotta get to some more tweets, man. But uh, hey, I really appreciate your your comments. I appreciate you tuning in all the way out from Houston and giving us a call. And uh, your support doesn't go unnoticed, man. So really appreciate it. Yeah, you guys, great job. But uh, Adrian, great comment at the beginning of the broadcast. I just applaud you for what you said. Hey, appreciate that, Russin. Thanks so much. Thank hey, you, Russin. We got to take a time out right now. We're long overdue. We got a lot of tweets to get to as well and more phone calls. If you want to get in, 880-5763. Get into the show right now after Rustin. We're sponsored by the Oscar Arietta Agency here on Minor Talk. We'll get to our awards later on here on the show as we continue Minor Talk on 600 ESPN El Paso. Hi, I'm Matt Keats, president of Keats Southwest. Since 1994, we have manufactured hundreds of metal components that people use in their everyday lives. A smoke detector can save the life of you and your loved ones. At Keats Southwest, we produce 10 to 15 million different components each year that are essential parts of each smoke detector. In addition, we deliver the best precision metal components for businesses throughout the world, all made here in El Paso. Learn more about Keats Southwest at KeatsSW.com. Wind Supply El Paso is proud to team up with Champion Heating and Cooling to deliver the most unrivaled reliability, energy efficiency, and superior comfort you can count on. Wind Supply El Paso is the official distributor of Champion Heating and Cooling equipment for your home or business. If you own a home building or HVAC company, you need a reliable AC and furnace supply store. For more information on Champion equipment and an authorized dealer, contact us at 915-859-3817 and online at windsupplyelpaso.com. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon. 
cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? Some months I make 200 to 300 bucks. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code EARN for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code EARN for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code EARN. Words like history and tradition are used to describe the UTEP basketball team. With roots in El Paso, the Oscar Arrieta Agency is built on these principles too. At the Oscar Arrieta Agency, we are proud El Pasoans. With a trusted history for over 24 years in our community, trust us for your home, auto, or life insurance needs. Request a free proposal today at OscarArrietaAgency.com. Seven locations across El Paso from the west side to Fabens. The official insurance agent of the UTEP Miners. Go Miners! When winter weather impacts us here in the borderland, it can bring things to a halt in a big hurry. And that's why the ABC7 Storm Track Weather Team has the most up-to-date technology and the most experience. We use street-level tracking to let you know exactly what's going on in your neighborhood. And our future track model to show you when, where, and how much wind, rain, or snow we expect. With Traffic Track, we can tell you where that problem is and how to avoid it. The ABC7 Storm Track Weather Team. With the tools and experience to keep your family safe. Download the 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app now. Get all the latest in UTEP sports, UTEP athletic interviews, ESPN programming, and more. Touchdown! It's free thanks to United Bank. Stop laughing. All right, Minor Talk is back. Adrian Bradis, Sal Montes. Our phone number is 880-5763. Presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency. Seven locations across El Paso from the west side of Fabens. Give them a call. 915-400-6000. Or go online, oscarariettaagency.com. Pick up a free seat cushion from us. We'll hook you up. They'll hook you up at all their seven locations, but we got you here at 4180 North Mesa if you want to stop by ahead of the New Mexico Bowl. Sal, my heart is broken, man. We've done this whole season, and uh, you had a prior obligation. You let us yeah. know for a while. I just, I got to ask you, I got to get your New Mexico Bowl take because I'll yeah. be flying solo Saturday. I'll be by myself for minor talk, uh, and uh, and we'll, we'll we'll be missing you on this one. Yeah, man. I'm sorry I couldn't make it. Um, no, you don't need to say you know sorry. I mean? I, I'm I'm sad. You, I'm just, I'm just sad. <laughs> the, like per- the, the year they go to the bowl game, right? That I'm not there. But uh, no, in all seriousness, man, I'm excited. Um, this team has has a lot to to build off of. You know, this is a team that has seven wins. When's the last time that we were able to say that about a minors football team? But also a team that has a, a good aspect and an important aspect nonetheless. I mean, not to be cliche, but defense wins championships, right? So why not get this bowl game based off of your defense? Now, Fresno State is a tough team. However, they've dealt with some things on their own. Aside from that, they have a very, very talented roster. Uh, but nonetheless, though, 
I think this Miners team has uh, had a chance to also get healthy, get some guys, uh, you know, back to 110% and are ready to go. And it just feels a little bit different with this team going into the bowl game just because I think this is more of a trenches-style team, a team that, that is ready to, to battle it out with the big boys, so to speak. So I'm really excited to see what this Miners defense can do. And uh, I, I can't remember who it was. Was it uh, Breon Hayward? He got all conference honors, maybe second team. And Praise Amayule. Yep, Amayule. Both, both guys. And those two guys uh, have a lot of talent, guys, who uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we see them playing at the next level. So uh, this is a team that has some some stars on that defense. I'm looking forward to seeing what can happen. Oh, and how can I forget the dynamic duo at wide receiver? Of course. <laughs> Jacob Cowan, yeah. Justin Garrett, ballers. And, uh, I mean, hey, we've done minor talk for three seasons. We've never done a minor talk after a bowl game. And this will be the first time we do it. I don't know, man. I'm just – I'm worried. I know – hey, our phone line's, by the way, 880 if you want to talk UTEP hoops. We're, we're just uh, breaking away a little bit, talking some football right now ahead of the New Mexico Bowl on Saturday. But – I don't know, man. I'm, I'm pretty skeptical, to be honest, going into this one. I think New, uh, Fresno State was overlooked when the bowl selection process was yeah. going on because they saw their coach was leaving to Washington. They saw their quarterback was in the transfer portal. Um, I think the bowl selection committee and, like, you know, like the L.A. Bowl, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, whatever, they that – you know, that bull did not select Fresno State because they probably thought, hey, how much of the Bulldogs are we really getting at this game? So, you know, they fall all the way down to the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl, and the Miners will now have to face them. That's a 9-3 and yeah. Fresno State team who's coming into Albuquerque. It's a real... Really, really tough group. Yeah, and the Miners have another uh, tough game on the list, but that's what you want. I mean, hey, this is bowl season. You're more than you're going to play a team with a winning record. More than likely, they're going to be really good. Um, but uh, aside from that, though, as far as the bowl selections go, I think they've been pretty crappy. Pretty much all all bowl selection. I well, mean, it's no consistency. They, Look no, at UTSA facing San Diego State. That's exactly the point I was going to bring up. Oh, and sorry, they, I, I jumped no, the gun. No, but uh, there, that's part of the equation. The other one is you have UAB and uh, is it BYU? A, yes. A ranked yes. BYU? It, it really should have been BYU against UTSA. Let's be real. UTSA is one of has been yes. the top team in Conference USA. Although they did uh, have that loss against North Texas, uh, this is still a team who's one of the best in the nation when they're rolling on all cylinders. So, uh, th- yeah, bowl selection has been um, pretty asinine without the nine. Um, this bowl season. No, you're, you're exactly right, man. I There's no consistency with it. That's the frustrating part. It's like, come on, man. And uh, mm. yeah, and it's, it's going to be a tough one for the Miners. But nonetheless, tomorrow for Sports Talk, we'll be live at Santa Fe Brewing Company, four to seven. That'll be a lot of fun getting people ready for the New Mexico Bowl. And then Saturday, we will have the broadcast that'll start at 11 o'clock. Uh, John Teicher, Mike Bettez, and Mondo the Monster Medina, they will all kick start the broadcast at 11 o'clock. And and then afterward, actually, kickoff is set for 12-15. After the game, we will have Minor Talk presented by the Oscar Adietta Agency live in Albuquerque. I'll be flying solo, uh, and we will uh, definitely take all the phone calls that we can get on that day. So it should be an interesting one um, as UTEP football wraps up their season. Uh, we'll kind of get a feel tomorrow on how the, how the you know, kind of the feel is all around the place. Again, we still don't know about the quarterback status from Fresno State and Jake Hayner. So, uh, hey, it might all rely there. If he's not yeah. active, UTEP definitely has a, a really good chance. And if he's active, 
it's going to be an uphill battle. I'm just not going to lie. I'm, I'm just going to say it like it is. It's going to be an uphill battle because that lets Fresno State do so much. Their backups have never had much playing yeah. time at all. You know what? You're absolutely right, but um, I'm going to give you an example. Remember the bubble? The yes. NBA bubble and TJ yes. Warren just went off because nobody had time to prepare for him. Maybe that could be the case with the Fresno State's quarterback. Not a lot of film on the – I don't even know the guy's name. What I should have read the roster, right, before I'm saying this. But my point is, though, it's going to be new for for both teams, really, whether um, whether the traditional quarterback is in or not. If they are, the Miners haven't played a guy like that all season. And if he's not in there, Miners don't have film on him. But then at the same time, you flip it over – um, they have not seen UTEP at all, and of course the backup hasn't seen UTEP at That's all. True. So uh, it, it all just depends on who's going to be ready to play, and um, yeah, are they going to leave it all out there on the line? I'm excited for this game. Not, it's not often we get to say, hey, UTEP bowl game, get excited. So uh, I just want to see what's going to happen. Man. Let's look, go back to Twitter real quick. This coming in from Jonathan Byers. Will there be minor talk after the game on Saturday? Yes, that is correct. Jonathan Byers also tweets us, I believe in Keontae Kennedy too, but he needs to be more consistent. If he could be more consistent, yeah. then we can use Sibley as a third scorer. In response to King Eric saying, I believe Keontae could be that other scorer. I don't think JB should be the scorer. He should be the passer. I don't oh, – come on, man. I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I think JB has a new role on this team, and I'm still sticking with him as a scorer. Not a secondary scorer, but a scorer. I'm not going to go with scorer or passer. I think JB is UTEP's playmaker. And whatever the case is in that specific uh, possession, if he's if he has to shoot it or if he has to pass it, he's going to be that guy. However, what we've seen from Jamal Bienemy before was, hey, be that distributor, be that passer. Whereas uh, last year, so to speak, I think the second half of the season, then also this season, we're starting to see him be that playmaker. So it, it you know, pick your poison. However, the Miners do need another guy uh, to put up double digits, and uh, sometimes it's JB. Yeah, most definitely, man. I, I totally agree with you. Hey, Sal, let's wrap things up. Let's give some awards out. We'll preview uh, the West Star Bank Sun Bowl Invitational, which k- uh, gets uh, tipped off next week against NC Central, although we talked about it a little bit earlier, so we'll just touch on it briefly right now. But let's start with our hot hand of the game. Yeah, you know, it's a it was a contentious battle. We could have gone with Zarek Onyema, who came off the bench and provided a plus ten in terms of efficiency off the bench. Had two points for the Miners, that monstrous dunk uh, and that assist. But I mean, it was nothing you could really look on the stat sheet for Zarek Onyema. He's somebody who just yeah. gave him that spark, that boost. Uh, we couldn't do that. I I tried to I begged Sal for this one, <laughs> and he said, Adrian, he only played in five minutes. He can't be a hot hand. Yeah, you know what? And that's no <laughs> knock to Zarek Onyema. He did an amazing job in, in um, the opportunities that he was given tonight. But um, when, when we look at hot hands, I, I think there's just uh, some other guys who were able to contribute uh, much more. And that's no disrespect to Onyema. Again, you know, only five minutes. But just looking at these numbers, a lot more guys were able to uh, have more opportunities and cash in on him. <laughs> oh, man. I just want to get to uh, a couple other tweets real quick. <laughs> yeah, let's do Before it. We, well, actually, let, let, me, let me close this out. So let's stick here yeah. I don't want to I don't want to get away from this so okay so it's not Zarek Onyema so hot hand of the game it also can't be wait for it wait for it wait for it Sal it can't be Jarrell Satterfield what are we doing here man I know Town I Square know Media. come put, on man put 
put in the uh, the budget for some new monitors. Some of them are being taken down tonight. <laughs> I can't take this no more. Oh, man. Jarrell Satterfield, the Las Cruces native, a definite honorable mention for hot hand of the game. 13 points, 5 of 10 shooting, 6 of 3 from beyond the arc. I mean, three triples in this game for Jarrell Satterfield. He had two steals also. A yeah. steal and score. I mean, man, Jarrell Satterfield had a pretty nice game. It was tough to not make him hot hand. Yeah, and it's tough, but uh, that's just because if you were to look at this game, you'll see some more production from some other guys. However, check this out. As great of a game as he had and it not being the best game, so to speak, um, that just shows to the performance of a myriad of guys on this Miners basketball team. So this is what they're going to need to pull out these ugly kind of wins. And um, However, even though he's not hot hand of the game, uh, his his performance tonight does not go unnoticed for sure. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you on that one, 100%, man. Um, let's see. Uh, so now it goes down to Sule Boom. 23 mm-hmm. points on 5 of 16 shooting. Remember, Sule Boom in this one started off 0 of 5. He was just, he was getting crushed. He couldn't make a shot. And Sule Boom comes out with 23 points, four steals, really helps the Miners down the stretch from the charity stripe, made 9 of 12 from the free throw line. Also added five rebounds and five assists in this game. 37 minutes of action for Sule Boom, who is battling a non COVID illness in this game, like uh, Joe Golding said after the game. Golding said that he didn't think Boom would even be in in the mix and be there for shoot-around. So credit to Sule Boom. Hot hand of the game. You good with that one, Sal? Yeah, I like it. This is a guy who really came alive in the second half, and uh, he's their best scorer. When they needed him the most, he was able to come through tonight. And he also reached his 1,000th career point, Sule Boom, joining an elite club of UTEP Miners as uh, he gets 1,000 career points in this victory. Uh, we are uh, uh, This award, the Hot Hand of the Game Award, is brought to you by Wind Supply El Paso. You can keep everyone warm comfortable and toasty this winter with a new champion furnace from wind supply el paso to locate your nearest champion dealer visit a find a dealer tab online at windsupplyelpaso.com player of the game Keontae kennedy 20 points 8 of 12 shooting six rebounds four assists and three turnovers in 38 minutes of action almost played the entire game i mean only six yeah. for two minutes uh Keontae kennedy killed it again uh i know uh that there could be people who said well it's sule booms 1000th career point but he struggled early man it was yeah. it's tough to give him that to- uh, sole player of the game honor plus i i give a lot of credit to Keontae Keontae Kennedy and how he continued to fill that uh, point guard role. I'm giving it to Keontae Kennedy. I thought he had a fantastic game. Yeah, I totally agree. The The only difference between tonight and other nights is that he was able to finish 8 for 12 uh, from uh, from his field goals. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, yes. But, but when you look at more games from Keontae, he's putting up those numbers in minutes, man. 37, 38. I mean, I, I don't have them all in front of me, but I think there was even a 39-minute game or maybe he played the entire game. So this is a guy who's no stranger when it comes to logging in these minutes but slowly and surely we're starting to see things come together for Keontae and um I, I forgot who it was that we had calling maybe it was a uh, Ronnie after the Kansas game uh talking about Keontae Kennedy just putting up shots and you and I were also talking about that 
Only difference is those shots were able to go in tonight. And when they go in, he's able to take more command of the offense and demand more respect as well. This is a guy who's really, really starting to put it together and uh, be that Swiss Army knife for the Miners. Uh, you know, aside from leading the team and scoring, he also led the team in rebounding tonight as well at six. And hey, if it's not Kalu, it's going to be Keontae Kennedy. We're, we're talking about the best rebounder on this oh, team. Oh, yeah. And and Kennedy is the best perimeter defender on this team oh, too. Yeah. And he 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 blocked a three point attempt today. Yeah. It was like wow. I mean, Keontae Kennedy could do it all. Hey, uh, Keith Southwest brings us our player of the game after every UTEP men's basketball game. They deliver the best precision metal components for businesses throughout the world, all made here in El Paso. From prototype manufacturing, fifty million pieces. Keith Southwest is a trusted partner worldwide for aerospace, automotive, appliance, electronics military, medical, and many more companies throughout the world. Learn more about Keats Southwest online today at KeatsSW.com. Turning the page, looking over to the West Star Bank Sun Bowl Invitational. But first, let's go to Twitter. It's uh, Jonathan Byers who tweets us, Oh, come on. UTSA versus San Diego State is a good matchup. Both teams aren't all that. Well, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, well, UTSA is not going to be playing with their best, arguably their best player in Sincere McCormick, who opted out of the bowl game today. Best player in the conference? Yeah, might be. Might be in <laughs> best player in conference USA. Good point there, Sal. San Diego State also got clobbered, and I mean clobbered against Fresno State earlier this year. So if you want to talk about matchups, maybe a better matchup could have been UTSA versus Fresno State. I mean, the Bulldogs, man, they beat U- they beat UCLA this year. They almost beat Oregon this year. I, I, I side with somebody like Eric Fournier who says this. He tweets us, UTEP has zero chance against a very good Fresno State team. We played one of the softest schedules while Fresno was playing and beating the big boys. Um, yeah. I just have to say this. I mean, I will say UTEP stands a really, really good chance if they are able to move the ball offensively, if they're able to stop Jake Hayner if he plays, and if he doesn't play, then I, I do like that UTEP defense, but I'm I'm a little worried on that. Jonathan Byers, one last tweet. Satterfield had the real hot hand. Come on, be real. I'm with you, man. It was a tough – I mean, I'm telling you, there was pens flying across the room here. <laughs> That's funny, Sat. Nah, because I don't want to make it sound like who's better. But uh, the performance-wise, yeah, he was 3-for-6, but Keontae was 3-for-5. So if we're going off of percentages, I mean, Keontae Kennedy, definitely the uh, the the player right there. But Yeah, hey, that's it, right. It's not even – oh, wait, he was, it was Sule Boom who we had there. So. Yeah, it was Sule. But, but, I mean, but nonetheless, though, we, we look at what Sule Boom's able to do if his shots aren't falling from, um, from field goal range. He's taking advantage of one of his next best skills, and that's getting to the line and sinking. 9 for 12. Yeah, and it was this last stretch of the game where he really helped UTEP ice the win, so that was the big deal for Sule Boom winning the Hot Hand yeah. Award. My bad. I spoke before even thinking. Plus 1,000 career points in a UTEP uniform. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he did incredible, and I also want to correct something I said earlier. I said Kennedy led the team in scoring and rebounding, but uh, it was Sule Boom in scoring and Keontae in rebounding, so my bad. NC Central on Tuesday for the Miners. Tip-off at 7 o'clock local time. We'll have it for you, 600 ESP El Paso. And then Wednesday, we will have the con- the, uh, the the final game. It'll be against Bradley or Sam Houston State, depending on the winner and loser of Tuesday night's game. Uh, that will wrap us up here on the show. And uh, Sal Montes, I'll miss you this weekend, but I know you'll be cheering for the Miners back home. We'll see what ends up happening. Final score prediction. Let me get it out of you. Uh, final score prediction. Uh, one team scores 34 and the other team scores 21. Oh, who's, uh, who's on the 34 side? 
On the 34 side, uh, depends which side of the field you're looking at. No. <laughs> uh, you know what, man? Say it. I- I'm going to be the only one picking the minors. I'll just pick them because... Uh, I'll give you the credit. somebody has to be right and somebody has to be wrong. Uh, but no, 34-21. I don't know why I said that score, to be honest. But that I said it. I got to stick with it. Okay. So you like the minors <laughs> I'm in a this homer. one. I, I like I appreciate the honesty there, and uh, we'll see what ends up happening. But, hey, Sal, you have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again Tuesday, man. You too. Also, really quickly, shout-out to the Utah women's basketball team on the big, big Glad win you said that. Uh, yesterday against New Mexico State, and congratulations to the volleyball team on an amazing season. Great season for the volleyball group, and how about that win in overtime uh, for the Miners to pull that off? It was their newcomers, really. I mean, Brenda Fontana, Teal Battle really helping out in the, the last part of that game. But, yeah, that's exactly right. Women's basketball team, great win for them as they continue their non-conference season. But we will wrap things up here on the show right now. Thanks to the Oscar Addy at the agency for bringing us Minor Talk after every UTEP men's basketball game. Thanks to Sal Montes for all he does for Sal. I'm Adrian Bradis saying so long and thanks for listening to Minor Talk right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. You've been listening to Minor Talk presented by the Oscar Adieta agency. Pick up a clear bag at any one of their seven locations across El Paso. If you missed any of Minor Talk, listen to the show on demand by downloading Minor Talk wherever you get your podcasts. From hometown to national. ESPN El Paso is KROD El Paso, a Town Square Media Station.